Oh, well, I didn't hear you come in. Welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather. Minute. Part two minute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you believe me waiting outside this whole time. No respect. <laughs> you got me waiting out in the lobby anyway. My name is Alex Robinson. My name is Andy Robinson. And this is a podcast where we go through the entire, if this is your first episode, well, regardless of if whether or not it's your first episode, we still go through the movie The Godfather one minute at a time. Oh, the whole movie. One minute at a time. We are what a currently slug. 111 minutes into Godfather 2. We already did all of Godfather 1. That's right, Alex. You know, this movie goes at least to 111. <laughs> Final tap. <laughs> did you see that coming? Final you- tap. <laughs> Were you going to make a joke about Spinal Tap? No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. no. No, I was, I was recognizing the quote. Yeah. I was identifying the quote for people. No, we're not going to analyze Minute 111. <laughs> David St. Hobbins. Now, I understand you are going to teach me how to say 111, but in Italian. That's right, Alex. Repeat after me. Okay. E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento undici. Whoa, cento undici. You got it, but remove the whoa. <laughs> whoa, centici on the whoa. Whoa. Whoa, cento undici. Cento undici. You got it. Wow, it's a lot, it's a, it's a mouthful. Yeah. It, as it, as it the as, numbers get higher, is it just going to keep getting harder to say? Yeah. Oh, oh wait till you get, wait till we get to 10,000. Oh, boy. That, that. <laughs> That that number itself takes a whole minute. Oh my gosh! Uh-huh. <laughs> it means a thousand years. <laughs> it well, takes here's, a thousand years. Here's what happens in one hundred eleven of the Godfather Part Two. Tell us. Um, Tom the Consigliere gives Mikey another crooked answer about the lost Corleone baby. Meanwhile, in olden times, Vito Corleone looks on helplessly as his boy Fredo is massacred by medieval medicine. Hmm. Whoa, what an interesting interpretation of this flashback scene. Oh, yeah? We'll yeah. get there. We'll get there, Pop. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, so anything with the tail end of the conversation between Tom and uh, Mikey about the baby? And the only thing I'm, I wanted to say is, in a previous minute, mm-hmm. Michael, just to review, Michael asks Tom if, if the it was miscarried child was a boy. Yeah. And Tom says, I really don't know. Where he says, where he says they can't really tell. That's it. He says, well, that, oh, that's only, what he said. Doesn't he say, doesn't he say something like a three and a half months? They can't really. They can't really he, tell. But the, then, but then Michael shouts yeah, at him. Says, why why you, can't you give me a straight answer? Was oh, boy. <laughs> but then I thought Tom says, I really don't know. At the beginning of this, at the beginning of this, this minute, I really don't know. I, so I, my, I don't know. the reason I bring this up. Yeah. Is it Tom's job to know? Well, you know what? I, one of my notes was, did Tom ask Kay? What what did Tom know? <laughs> did he ask Kay? <laughs> yeah, because like even if even if she comes presumably comes back from the doctor and says, "Oh, Tom, I had a miscarriage," or someone lets her mm-hmm. know, maybe Mama let her, or I don't know who I don't know who Kay's allies are in the family. Yeah, we're still not sure really. Um, 
let's assume for the sake of argument that K, that Tom bumps into Kay at the compound. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he knows Mikey's probably going to ask if it's a boy, even if he's like, this is a terrible question to ask. Yeah. As a consigliere, is he obliged to and ask a question that he knows his Don would want to know the answer to? I think, I think the answer is yes. Yeah. And this is another example of why Tom is a terrible consigliere. <laughs> because he didn't ask? He, does, he didn't ask. <laughs> he doesn't ask hard questions. Hmm. Right, he doesn't look at, or maybe he didn't think yeah. Michael. Would, I don't know. Maybe either way, he's a bad conciliary. Yeah. Okay, I need to ask. Was it a boy? <laughs> oh, Tom, why can't you give me a straight yeah. answer anymore, yeah. Kay? <laughs> so you think the Don was lying when he said it's not that you're a bad conciliary? I just thought that 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 he was a, he was throwing his son under the bus. Like, yeah, he's dead already. Who cares? He can't do anything. Yeah. Can't can't do any harm. Oh, but now. he says that to Michael. He, he doesn't say that to Tom. No, no. He says it. To oh, no, no, he does say it to Tom. He says, "I didn't want you. To, I never wanted oh, to think yeah. of it because you were a bad mm-hmm. conciliary." But you're yeah. off the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, I think he's just trying to make Tom feel better. So you think he really? I mean, is Don Vito immediately when he says. Uh, uh, when when Tom points out it's Barzini or yeah. Tatalians, it was Barzini all along. Don Vito, I just has to know that Tom is just constantly a step or two I'm just behind. Picturing like him, all the Don's just like, Ugh, like always oh, just <laughs> sighing and like, yes, it was. I just realized it was Barzini all along. You know, also like the one thing I didn't want to happen was to Michael get mixed up in the rackets. I'm in a coma for two weeks. I come out and Michael's mixed up in the rackets. <laughs> Oh, and of all my children, you got the the the, the 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 least intelligent one in Vegas doing all the numbers. The games that have to do with numbers and counting. <laughs> Wait, what's the matter with you? You look terrible. <laughs> maybe not now, maybe 10 years from now. <laughs> That's him. It's him making fun of, yeah. of Tom. Oh, I, I slept on the plane. I slept on the plane. <laughs> um... So yes, we don't know if Tom if Tom did ask Kay or not. We don't know. I I don't think he did. It's funny to imagine I, that he did, and then Kay yelled at him for asking that, and then of course <laughs> Mikey asks him, and then he doesn't know the answer, and then he gets yelled at for not knowing the answer. <laughs> or Tom asks Tom says Kay, I'm so sorry you had this miscarriage, and I'm uh, I'm sorry I'm sorry that it was uh, a girl. In case this whole Tom, it was a boy. In other words, Tom again gets it wrong. Oh. And someone, someone in the family, even Kay, has to correct him. <laughs> it was a boy all along. That's not my day. <laughs> why, why am I out? <laughs> oh, oh, Tom. <laughs> Tom, could you get Al a drink? <laughs> That'd be great when he says, why am I out? And it cuts to all, like, it's a quick succession of flashbacks to all of Tom's mistakes. Some of which are in the movie, some of which we're seeing for the first oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would be some other ones? That car that's crashed in the background that was totally Tom's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty much every mistake yeah. the Corleone family has made. Ugh. Um, well, anyway, right. I don't know so, if it's worth revisiting. But according to modern science, um, generally, you can uh, fairly reliably tell the uh, the birth gender of 
baby at 12 weeks into the mm. that's with modern even so- back then yeah i don't think back then you probably that's that's with yeah. modern ultrasound it's literally like looking at a picture and going oh look there's a wiener in that picture that, oh, yeah. obviously it's a boy they couldn't have done that back then yeah tom should have pointed that out he's like mike the technology's not here and i have to know that <laughs> maybe 10 years from now <laughs> a lot of money in that white jelly they slap on their bellies <laughs> What do you think, Santino? Should we invest in this, uh, in this, uh, infamy there? Looking at the gender before it's born, it's an infamy there. I'm going to blame some of the physicians in this room. <laughs> so, uh, yes, and then it ends with Tom, with, with Mikey just looking like, oh, mm. I shouldn't, this has been a terrible New Year so far. For, Not for, my for, night. <laughs> Not for Mikey. Terrible day for, a terrible week for, uh, Michael Corleone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get a cool uh, transition where we see Mikey putting his hand in his head, and then it kind of he kind of fades into becoming his own father, his own father, <laughs> well, his yeah. father. Well, you're his referring, father. <laughs> you're referring to the flashback yes. of Vito Corleone yes. back in yes, in, yes, uh, yes. Little Italy, both visually York. and uh, audibly. We hear the ba- first thing we hear is like the sound of a baby crying, obviously yeah. coming right on the news of Mikey losing his. Uh, Mm-hmm. We'll find out it was a boy. Yeah, that we will find out. Yeah, that's so right. Mikey was onto something. Like he knew, he felt mm-hmm. a disturbance in the force. Yeah. So first, I was like, great, great uh, connection. The fade, fade is it, out, fade is it in. too corny? But is then I was like, you much? know what? I think just the sound of the baby crying just irritates me. So I want to oh. blame it. I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is just stupid transition. It's so on yeah. the nose and whatever. But you know, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, and of course, it's Fredo crying. Of course, why? No respect. Well, that does add to it because I'm smart. (laughs) He's laying on his back. (laughs) When later on, when he's laying on his back, he should have opened his shirt, and he still had the cuffing uh, marks on it. We'll get to that. We'll get to that later on in the episode. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we're back in 1919. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anything else about that transition? Yeah, I see that you heard the baby. Oh, and mm-hmm. I, I, one of us had to comment. You hear the Godfather theme music. Yeah, like I like got like all a slowed music down, box. But, uh, like a music <laughs> box kids, little babies version. Yeah. I appreciated that. A little yeah. bit kind of cliche, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe when the movie came out, it worked. I it would have been nice if like they went to a lot of different locations, so we just got to hear like or a lot of different the Godfather theme repurposed for like the Mexican. Now they're in Mexico, oh. and it's the, you know like a Mexican version <laughs> or Russian version. Oh, now we're to pay for it. It's a great idea. We could do like a bluesy one. Yeah, totally. Like a, a Harmon mute trumpet. She kind of cut back to Chicago. The, oh, the, the, yeah. You know, Al Capone. Um, so, little... By the way, my the summary of the minute. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, Baby Fredo suffers from pneumonia. Oh. Baby, baby Fredo. Fredo. <laughs> uh, Godfather so baby. So, he's crying there, laying on a table. Mm-hmm. Laying on our kitchen table, it looks like. Yeah. Probably only and, had one table. And, and mama's there, and is that a mid a nurse? I guess a an old country nurse. Old country nurse. Country time remembers. <laughs> no, Pepperidge Farm remembers. That's what it is. Not country time. Country time is lemonade. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm guessing there's probably like a women's health kind mm. of local expert, like midwife, and does a lot of different yeah. Sicilian. Sicilian. Yeah, I assume Sicilian. Um, you know. 
remedies from the old country. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what we see going on here is what's called cupping. Yeah, tell us about that. Cupping is an ancient practice where you basically... Um, you're basically making a vacuum inside that... Um, inside the cup. Don't, in the cup, and that's supposed to... And then what that does is it... It pulls the blood up from the body, mm-hmm. so it'll leave like a red kind of like where all the capillaries burst. So it'll leave like a red kind of like circle, yeah, of where it is. And I guess I it's supposed st- to. I think pull people, out toxins think, or something. But I think people still do that. I remember someone telling me that recently. It is some type of yes treatment. In to fact, get my lovely wife has had it done. Really? Yeah. Much to my shock, when she came home and she, you know took her shirt off and showed me all these big like red welts all over her back oh I'm like, what are you doing gosh as Ugh. you might be able to tell from my tone i think it's a bunch of quackery oh you do there's yeah. currently no there's does, no scientific evidence that it does anything huh um, does it improve circulation in those spots though i mean i mean it literally pulls blood up but i don't know what hmm. what what is that supposed to what how do what does that accomplish by yeah i wonder and they're like, oh, it works. It works if used in conjunction with other treatments, which to me sounds like it doesn't work. <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah. It's like part of this complete balanced breakfast, and they show like bacon and eggs and, and like, <laughs> you know, waffles and a whole, like, if you're doing all that, what do you need the cereal for? Yeah. So, you know, what I mean? um, yeah. I can personally tell you that bacon does work. Bacon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bacon. Bacon yeah. works. Bacon your back from all those, the cuffing that's going oh. on. Oh, yeah, I, and it's even more disturbing to see on an infant. You see all yeah, these big I think that's red what, welts. That's what makes it even even. I almost creepier. called DHS. <laughs> called what? VHS? DHS, Department of Human oh, Services. Oh, okay. I think it meant DHL. Oh, no, no. Yeah. To have the cup shipped to, to me yeah. right away. <laughs> yeah, I guess, uh, hey, you know what? There are all kinds of different medical approaches. It's incredible that humans have survived as long as we have. Yeah. Given our propensity to... Uh, believe in or experiment with things that don't prove mm-hmm. to be, uh, you know. I'm not going to get political about. Sure, but, you know. sure. This is 1919, right? Yes. Is this mm-hmm. before we understood germs and viruses and all that kind of that degree of science? I think that stuff mostly started to kick in around the late 1800s. Oh, late 1800s. But okay. that's of course for like educated. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're talking about Sicilian immigrants, they might not know the latest, you know, what causes specific things or anything like I that. I bring it up because superstitious folks mm-hmm. and early medicine was probably more likely to be believed by people if there were some physical, some observable outcome. Sure. Like yeah. red welts on you. Oh, this is doing something. Yeah, I see something yeah. happening rather than washing your hands. Yeah, Which although really don't people take shine. pills and stuff and creams and lotions that yeah. don't necessarily... Placebo effect. Right, that's true, right? too. Are, are babies susceptible to the placebo effect? Because oh. they don't know what's they don't know what's the effect is supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, you probably... So. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, cup Fredo with another Mickey Mouse <laughs> placebo effect. <laughs> By the way, there, so he's got on a table... Butt naked, yeah. All these red welts on him, and they're cupping him, and he's yeah. he's definitely in pain. And I thought it would have been really nice to just help soothe him, calm down with a like a little plush Mickey Mouse toy. Oh, really? <laughs> what you just say, a, uh, a banana daiquiri? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> so like a Mickey Mouse toy. Yes. That's what you're telling exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We, then again, I think that that would have been what traumatized him about, about, about Mouse the nightclubs, yeah. working for Disney. Oh, I thought you were actually, it's funny because I thought you could also use that as like a time travel type story because Mickey Mouse did not exist in 1919. So Ooh. they're like, hey, here's this. And they're like, eh, well, this ugly thing, I'll never catch on. Oh, oh see, it's Mickey Mouse. Oh, you know, they had my. their chance. <laughs> Fredo's all like, yeah, he wants to look at a big rat. <laughs> all these all these toys are rats. <laughs> uh, well, meanwhile, Vito looks on. Vito looks right? on helplessly. The, the helplessly. soon-to-be powerful crime lord is diminished to helpful, helpless yeah. uh, impotence by Mother Nature. Do you think this, there's any, am I looking too deeply into, is there any significance to Fredo being the one with pneumonia? He's helpless. He's weak. Is this, is this forming was, an impression on Vito about the fragility of his middle son? I thought it was somehow implied that because of his childhood illness, he grew up weaker and like, oh, like, hmm. and maybe even suffered some, you know, mental uh, things from getting a disease like that at a young age. Oh, maybe. But I don't know. Huh. They don't. They don't go into anything in the book. I didn't see anything yet about Fredo's illness, mm-hmm. about Fredo having pneumonia. I feel like I that mean, was maybe, probably put in for the movie because that feels much more like movie Fredo than because book Fredo was like a big, big yeah. dumb beefy guy. Yeah. He's like a thuggish, yeah. more thuggish guy than yeah, that's right, than the kind of sensitive Fredo of the movies. Yeah, pop. I'm going to Vegas to get these cup marks removed from my skin <laughs> and to learn the casino business. <laughs> then maybe that's why Mo started slapping yeah. him around. He's like, "What's the matter with you? These, you these cut marks all Quack. over you. <laughs> you got to go to my massage person. They're much better at yeah. for, for your uh, ailments. The girls uh, will kick your teeth in. The yeah. doctors will move your cut marks. Everyone's playing on the house tonight. I was wondering if they uh, mentioned if they if because according to the Wikipedia, the Godfather wiki, uh, in the book, Fredo was born in 1915. Hmm. Whereas here he was born in 1919. Oh, is he just one year, yeah, one less, year less old year. in the movie? Yeah, hmm, okay, so, yeah, because yeah, this is definitely 1919. Yeah. I know that. A uh, little bit of ring theory here for you. Yeah, what do you this got? Is, uh, Fredo is the second person we see being treated by a doctor who can't speak English. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming she can't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, nice. Although Hyman Roth complained about it because he couldn't understand that doctor. These people can all understand this, this yeah, medical professional. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So, so he should have said, I won't, I don't trust a doctor who doesn't speak English or Yiddish. I assume I speak Yiddish too. Yeah. So, <laughs> Isn't there are more oh, Cuban Paul. doctors that speak English or that speak Yiddish. Anyway, we already talked <laughs> yeah. about it. I want to go back to that. Hyman you don't Roth. want to go back to talking about Hyman Roth? What? <laughs> we can take a break <laughs> from it. Nothing more important. Well, Fredo. So, nothing more important than good health, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so when Vito's looking at, at the crying <laughs> Fredo, baby Fredo, yeah. do you think he, on some level, he's thinking, oh, I'm glad this is Fredo because I can't leave my my business, everything I create, to this middle child. He's weak. Uh, I don't know. I don't think at this point. I can't imagine at this point he is thinking long term with his criminal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. I wonder what. I wonder what 
his long-term thoughts are. Mm-hmm. Does he have any? Is he just kind of like, it's one day at a time. That's how I live my life. Um, I do have some stuff. Alex, it's been a long time. Long time. Long time. Long time. And I've got some information in the book. The book has additional information than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. And that was dusty. We haven't played that one in ages. Long time. Long time. So... I've got some stuff here from the book, and well, are you, actually, are you done with analysis of the scene? Of the specific, I have nothing else specific to the minutes. So. Okay, because what I want to share with you from the book is information that it sort of takes place between the last time we flashed back okay. to when they stole the rug. You remember yeah. that scene, Alex? Sure, totally. You remember that, right? Um, can you remind me? Clemenza, and he stole Clemenza, the rug. Right, That's right, right. The tall guy, buffalo-headed Clemenza, mm-hmm. and now buffalo-headed. <laughs> So after they stole the rug... Don't forget cannoli. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Puzo writes, Time went on. Things did not improve. Oh, man. Yeah, the Corleone family could not eat the beautiful rug. Oh. (laughs) You think they tried? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Try as they might, they could not eat that pile rug. Maybe that's why Fredo is sick. (laughs) He's too too much fiber in his diet. (laughs) Puzo writes, very well. There was no work. His wife and children must starve. Vito took some parcels of food from his friend Jenko while he mm. thought things out. Family, he was appro- Finally, he was approached by Clemenza and Tessio, another young tough of the neighborhood. They were men who thought well of him, the way he carried himself, and they knew he was desperate. Mm. Just like Tessio and Clemenza taking advantage it's of him. It's a smart move. It is a smart move. They proposed to him that he become one of their gang, which specialized in hijacking trucks of silk dresses after those trucks are loaded up at the factory on 31st Street. Trucks provided by your father. (laughs) There was no risk. The truck drivers were sensible working men who, at the sight of a gun, flopped on the sidewalk like angels, while the hijackers drove the truck away to be unloaded at a friend's warehouse. Flopped on the sidewalk like angels? What does that mean? Like snow angels? Like snow angels. In the dirt? Where the horse poop and stuff is? (laughs) Yeah, it does seem a little strange. By the way, uh, I did a snow angel this weekend in, in wearing nothing but my bathing suit. Wait, what? I was in a hot... We were on a ski trip. I was okay. in a hot tub. Uh-huh. Two of the people got out of the hot tub and just flopped in the snow. Wow. One on their back, the other face first, and then got back in the hot tub, and I felt peer pressure to do it myself, so I did it. How was it? It it, it stung. It burned. Mm, like cupping. It was worse than cupping. Wow. <laughs> I have all the welts all over my back. <laughs> All right, well, it's time to head over to godfatherminute.com slash support. No, no. <laughs> it's true. That's where you can hear the rest of the, this episode, and you get to hear bonus content of every single episode we've done to date, including all of GF1, for less than, uh, was it like a dollar a week? I think less it averages than. out. And with inflation these days, that's nothing. That's it. You could be, you could be, anyway, yes. godfatherminute.com slash support. No, no, no.